Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. And just like that, January is in the rearview mirror. How's it going, everyone? New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Bubble here, and in a second, I'll be sitting down and chatting with a fellow hosting colleague of mine, Christina Alexis. She has done so much in, sh- in such a short time in her career. I mean, it's—I've never seen a directory as fast and as high as her. She's done some great things, so it was great for her to be up there in the mayor's office, just chopping up game and all that. But before I get into that, I just want to say thank you so much for supporting the show. Tell them a friend about it. And if you want to see some of the videos of the archive episodes, we're starting to release some of that on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash voice. But if you want early access to video interviews like this one with Christine Alexis, make sure you become a member of the Boisterous Crew. That's patreon.com slash voice. That's patreon.com slash voice. There's three tiers. You can uh, get access to a brand new show or a brand new spinoff where I do reviews of uh, comedy specials or if you just want to sit and listen to or watch new Amsterdam interviews, you can. Patreon.com slash Global Voice. Now, without further ado, my chat with Christine Alexis. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, in the mayor's office, Lobo Boys, but I am hanging with someone who I have seen grown so much, done so many things, lived so many different lifetimes, and she's actually younger than me. Give it up for Christine Alexis. How you doing? Ooh, oh my God, what an introduction. <laughs> That's my thing, man. I love introducing my guests. I <laughs> know, you killed that. Oh my gosh, taking notes for um, the next time I'm in your chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, thank you so much for having me, Flobo. Like, yeah. you were saying this off air. Like, it's been a minute since you and I have chopped it up. I know, it was uh, Love is Blind. Yeah, that was a fun experience, you know, when you and I hosted that show for After Buzz TV. Um, Love is Blind on Netflix. If you guys haven't watched it, we're still in the middle of this pandemic. I'm sure you can find some time to watch it. It's mm-hmm. hilarious, kind of wild, and being the reality TV, you know, I hate the word junkie, but fanatic that I am from <laughs> Bachelor for so long, you know, that's kind of my wheelhouse. Yeah. That was, you know, I got to leave that show and, you know, hang out with you and Mike every day or every week, rather. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and it's, you know, seeing now how the couples have changed, it's so funny. It always just makes me think back to that time. What I like about your hosting style is that you break down very complex concepts, but you don't like do it in a condescending way. You don't be like, oh, well, it is, is this. It's kind of like, you know, you're hanging in the room being a, being a cousin. Was that something that's a conscious effort? It's like your natural personality. Like walk me through your style. Oh, thank you so much. Actually, you know, it's something that I think has always come naturally to me, but it's now something that, I've been told that other people really enjoy about my hosting style. So now it is something that I'm aware of and that, you know, you know, when you find out what your gifts are, you you own it, you push it. So I try to be that authentic, like your your bestie who's always gonna just give it to you real and like give it yeah. to you straight in a way that like you can understand um, and feel like, you know, I'm giving you that real. So that's definitely my hosting style. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a product of me being from Brooklyn, like we whoa, both whoa. are. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, just the way that I, I guess I've always been raised and just 
Also how I like to receive information, I always put myself, whether I'm writing or hosting whatever my audience is, yeah. to like, okay, how would I want to receive this information? How would I want someone to tell it to me so that I'm not like this person's, you know, <laughs> yes or like, oh, you know, I trust this person. I want people right. to trust me. Yeah, I appreciate that. You mentioned you're from Brooklyn, the hometown. Represent, hey. you know, you know, that must have been a crazy trip, telling your friends and family, like, especially especially having, I guess, can I, can I uh, divulge as well? Like like me, you are Caribbean-American. Your parents are are, are, are immigrants. Yeah. yeah, they're immigrants still. But like the idea of like, yo, I, I get the whole put your head down and cut cane, but I'm going to go out here and do this thing. I mean, how did that work with your family and your unit? You know, I gotta say, um, I felt really lucky to an extent because I'm one of four children that my parents have. I'm third eldest. So I, I had to just put that out there because it, it does, um, what's it called? It, it helped me in a sense because both of my older sisters, you know, they left the nest really early and they kind of like set the tone. I was actually the only one who stayed home for college Oh, okay. I didn't go away. So like I was home my whole life until 23 when I decided to move here and do the damn thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where'd you go, so by I, the way? I'm sorry? Where'd you go to college, by the way? Oh, I went to Brooklyn College. Oh, what? Yes, what train stop? I went to Brooklyn as a guest. Like, two of the five, stop yeah. Brooklyn College. Yep, that's my jam. <laughs> you know, that, that, was, that was my life. So when I decided to leave, I went big. And I'm really happy that my parents were actually like, super supportive because my older sister Dominique she had already been here for two years okay so I had a couch to crash on thank god I didn't have a job I definitely didn't have enough money saved but I had that vision that I was like okay you know I've been here I think I need a, a serious change of environment to flourish mm -hmm. and god have I been flourishing so yeah Let's, let's talk about that flourishing in Los Angeles. I've been seeing the I've been seeing the Instagram. I've been seeing the hosting really. You're doing it big, uh, and putting your mind. It, are you on your way? Have you reached your destination? What? Where are you in that success kind of like mind's eye when it comes to your craft? I feel like I'm I'm definitely on an upswing. I'll give myself that credit because. <laughs> going up, yeah, the stocks are going up because I know exactly, it still feels like yesterday how I felt when I first got here and I didn't really know how to get from point A to point B to then to point C, like anywhere on this hosting journey. I just knew that I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like any other novice host, you, you know, you scroll on Instagram, you see what other people that you like are doing, where they're at. Start, I kept seeing this place called Afterbuzz pop up and I'm like, okay, I'm out here. You know, like yeah. little by little certain things start to like um, line up. So, but it was still really, it was just so hard for me then as compared to now where I feel, I guess the biggest difference is I feel like I have a lot more knowledge to share. And I feel like, you know, anyone who's a creative can relate to that imposter syndrome. Mm. Like start to level up and you, you, you know, you're getting better, but then there's that little voice inside of you who's telling you like, you don't know, you don't actually know what you're doing, you know? Right. And I feel like I'm constantly fighting that because whenever I talk about like, you know, where are you at in your career? I'm, that voice again is like, you're still that girl who moved here five years ago who doesn't know where she's at. But the yeah. truth is I'm not. I'm, right. you know, I've had more than a couple really, you know, amazing experiences in the entertainment industry that I'm grateful for that I've, you know, been able to do. And I feel like I'm much more, I'm much, I'm a much more knowledgeable, confident host. And 
I'm not quite where I want to be yet because I have recently taken a slight career shift. Okay. Um, but I feel like I'm learning some skills now in a different area that I think will just make me better as a host yeah. and as an interviewer. And it's just somebody who, like I said, people can trust an, an expert of sorts in some way um, yeah. in terms of like communication and branding and entertainment, all the things that I'm really passionate about. You had mentioned the imposter syndrome. That seems to, to affect a lot of creatives, right? That that someone's going to come out there out of the crowd and be like, yo, that guy's a fraud <laughs> over there. Get him. Uh, <laughs> but, but, in, but in your opinion, where does that come from? I, I just want, cause everyone has, there's no right answer, wrong answer, but like where yeah. do we, that, that feeling comes from in our head about why we can't say we've come this far, we've earned our spot, why we try to sabotage ourselves, you think? Gosh, I, I mean, the answer that comes to mind immediately is just, you know, insecurities. Um, I, I can't speak for anyone else, but I know for myself, sometimes I realize that that little voice is trying to tell me that like, I'm not good enough before anyone else can. Mm -hmm. And I think I've become maybe more comfortable with dealing with that critic in my mind than dealing with, you know, the critics of everyone else. Even though I know to an extent, I don't care what other people think, but like, you know, to an extent you kind of do, I think everyone does a little bit. Absolutely. So that fear comes in where it's like, okay, you're not actually who you say you are. I can grapple with that. And then outwardly, I'm not projecting who I actually want to be because I'm still dealing with that voice inside. So it's actually like stunting your own growth. It's stopping you from really like shining because I mean, I believe in the power of like, you know, speaking things into existence and, you know, just standing in your truth. So if you're, if you, if you want to be like the best host ever, but in right. your mind, you're telling yourself like, yeah, I'm proud as good as probably some intern. I'm not really that great. You're not right. going to be presenting yourself in the best way to the world. Whereas if you kind of tackle that imposter syndrome, it's hard, but mm -hmm. the more you work at like quieting that voice, you're going to show up. Like I'm the best host in the world. Your energy is going to speak that it's going to, it's only going to be like a snowball effect into being the person you want to be. True. I'm a big proponent in like, just let someone else figure out your flaws. <laughs> Cause like, I've never seen I, I, Apple be like, yo, the brand new MacBook is not as cool as the last MacBook is actually more expensive. It's all right. <laughs> it's always like, <laughs> get it now. <laughs> you know, like, right? Yourself, you know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, you, you had mentioned that you took a little bit of a pivot in the hosting space. So you're working with something else, but somehow that is going to end up with skills that you could apply. So let's talk about that. What yeah. made you change? What are you working on now? And what skills are you grabbing out that you can use to other, other applications? Yeah. Um, so right now I'm working as a creative copywriter at Fashion Nova. What, what? I'm so excited about. Um, I've always had a passion for writing, you know, talking and hosting like this is our bad, you know, this is what we do. But I think the found personally, I think the foundation and that comes from like really good storytelling and know how to knowing how to like write. And that's something I've always been really good at. Um, prior to this, I was working at PerezHilton.com for almost three years. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, celebrity gossip, news writing, blogging. So I've been in this field for a little while, but now this creative copywriting role is teaching me more about like branding and marketing and, you know, how to connect with people through social media, you know, managing some of the channels that we work with. Um, I write email campaigns for the company, you know, any sort of copy that the company needs, I'm in charge. I'm one of the people in charge of doing that, yeah. which it's like a whole different creative avenue for me. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's less of like reporting hard news and just kind of selling a vibe, creating something, an experience for a customer, which 
it's so cool because I'm a customer. You know, I shop at other places. So now yeah. I'm kind of the person behind getting you to, you know, invest your money and your time with the company. So the, I say all that to say part of what I've understood through moving to LA with this hosting thing and that we're trying to pursue is you are your own brand. You have to know how to sell yourself. You know, there's a lot of influencers out there getting the gigs that we may want because they just know how to sell themselves and they know how to brand and they know how to connect in a way that, you know, some companies will reach out to faster than someone who's just, you know, an average host. And I don't say average, like in a bad way, but just another host. So this is teaching me, <laughs> like, I'm learning a lot from this side of the business of what they look for when they're trying to work with different influencers and maybe how I can be a better influencer, how I can sell myself, how, you know, just how this all works. And I'm, I'm just right now, I consider myself a sponge. I'm like soaking up this new skill right? and then we'll see what I can, you know, spit shine with it after. What in your estimation is the Christina Alexis brand today as uh, the end of January? In January. She, the Christina Alexis brand is first and foremost, a media personality. That's what people know me as and a writer. Um, I, but it's so hard because I enjoy acting. I enjoy dancing. I enjoy just being creative in so many different ways. So that's actually something I've really struggled with, um, trying to just be like Christina Alexis, so-and-so, but, um, I would say a media personality and a writer is probably the best way that I would describe myself. Um, super into pop culture. I'm into music, sports. Like, again, I think it goes back to like, it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. It's about like, I just, I'm, I'm really passionate about connecting with people. And even just if we don't have the same viewpoints, just how I can better, you know, connect with anyone else. So you teach me how to dance because I have no rhythm. I'm kind of insulting my own. People. Oh my god! Ah, robot, yeah. Robot is a tried and true move. Okay, don't let nobody tell you any different. I'm at a wedding. It's going going ham. Uh, so do, do you do you worry about or something that's concerns you about like presenting yourself in a way about representation? I mean, you are a host of color. You are a Caribbean American, West Indian American. When you perform or create, is there a thing in your head that says, are you doing it for quote unquote, the culture? Or is that a construct in your mind? That's a very interesting question. Um, well, you know, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at your job, so that is, you know, it's something that I'm always aware of because I can't get out of my own skin. I'm a black woman, you know, in this industry, in this field and what I'm doing. I think that speaks for me before I even open my mouth, to be honest, um, regardless. Of, I just try to be, like I said, just be my authentic self. And yeah, I do think about the culture in a way because I know it's like, this is the content I'm engaging with and I want to give it back to the same people who are interested in the same kind of content and vibe that I'm into. So I think about it, but I don't, I don't, think it necessarily like colors the way that I go about anything per se because yeah. it's already a part of me yeah you just it's ingrained built in yeah do you feel that way with the content that you create um yes and no and I, I, if you want to be totally full disclosure like I don't worry about being Brooklyn enough I don't worry about being black enough but like I had a falling out with my family my extended family when I was a teenager uh, and so my formative years, 14, 23, I didn't really have any contact with, with the island. So I worry that, yes, I'm 100% Caribbean American, but I worry that when I say that I am, that someone's going to be like, you a 
Modi. Back to the whole imposter syndrome thing. But I can't get rid of that. That's 100% me. Like my parents, my grandparents cut sugar cane for a living. You know, my, my, my dad's uncle was a fisherman. That's a legend. And he came to this country to be an electrician. And I was raised in working class Brooklyn. Uh, I went to Madison for those of you watching this or listening to this. You're all, we're rivals. Stop. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I throw it up. I'm sorry. I'm Midwood, so it's, it's a hard <laughs> Oh, man, they tried so hard to say the Battle of Bedford Avenue, like we're going to fight. Uh, uh, but no, I'm sorry. But I worry about the, yeah. about the West Indian part about that. So I worry about that culture if I'm representing that way. Because I, even though we have come so far in American culture, people still dismiss it as, oh, yeah, Rihanna's from there. And that's kind of like, well, <laughs> yes, but, you know what I'm saying? But, but no, I feel that, definitely. Yeah. I think it's it's people like you and I taking up different spaces to kind of educate other people who may have like a monolithic idea of what Kirby people are supposed to do or look or act like, or mm -hmm. what spaces we're supposed to be in. So I, I personally love that when someone's like, oh, like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm Haitian actually. Like, I always just say that, yeah. like, what? Especially <laughs> because there's not a lot of Haitians out here. Like, it's really scarce. <laughs> Can we get yeah. some on this side? I know we're all in New York and Miami and Boston or whatever, but yeah, uh, 2021. I think we all survived 2020 in our different ways. Not trying to because everyone's years different, triggering. I want to ask specifically though, but like now moving forward, what is the plan for Christina Langs? How do you get your yourself forward? Like, what is your plan, business wise, mental wise, heart wise, soul wise, mind wise? Oh, what a great question. Um, I'll start just with a little bit about what's been going on with me since the year started. Um, my house right now is in boxes because I just moved. Congrats. I'm now on my own. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's so exciting. That's a rite of passage in LA. People don't understand. People don't oh. understand. <laughs> you don't know. If you've dealt with roommates, if you dealt with just moving around, you know, trying to get settled, this is, I think, definitely a milestone, I would say, for myself that I've hit. I'm so excited about. Um, and I'm really excited to set up a studio space here and maybe start creating content on more of a regular basis. Yeah. We put together like an IGTV series, just get back to like creating more for myself. Um, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes when you're in a transitional phase to, to still want to create, but. Oh, yeah. You have to be in a mental space to do it. Like if you have bad roommates or in a bad relationship, it takes a lot of effort to be like, all right, I'm gonna be creative. Don't mind me in the corner. <laughs> yeah, because you have to be mindful about your noise level with other people. You know, it's just not the same. You're creating in a box and now this is my box. This is my playground. I get to do what I want mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Um, you know, continue working, doing the work that I'm doing at Fashion Nova, which I'm really excited about. Like I said, I'm just, it's been a while for me since I've learned a new skill. Like it almost feels like I'm in grad school, but I'm getting paid for it. But just yeah. in the sense that like, I'm just learning so much every day. Like it's, it's like an assault sometimes. But, right, right, right. But, um, but like, you know, just like I said, soaking it all up, enjoying this experience um, and getting to learn something new. And I'm so excited to see where it takes me. I plan on being in LA for at least another couple of years. Um, you know, and really getting back to pursuing acting and getting back on TV in some way. But this year, you know, 2020 was a roller coaster for myself and for a lot of people. But I have to say, I have been blessed because, like I said, I got this plate. There have been a lot of blessings that have come my way. So I think I just try to keep that in mind, like to not let my perspective get ahead of me. Just like, you know, live for now. Like, think good things are happening, some kind of annoying, bad things are happening. But 
I think my main focus this year is keeping a really positive and just focused mindset so that regardless of what's happening, I can continue to take care of myself and get to know more of my own like talents and bring that out in whatever way it comes out. Before we get out of here, I have to ask you a cliche podcast question. Ooh. Forgive me. I'm going to go my bag of cliche questions right here and ask <laughs> you uh, if you had any advice for anyone listening right now and they're looking to start their own thing, their own creative pursuit, did you can share any kind of insight there? Ooh, my advice for you would be to, um, from, from personal experience, get used to being your own cheerleader. You know, it, it's going to be hard. I don't want to like, like, you know, just follow your dreams. Yes, absolutely. But just understand that, you know, you're going to face challenges at every level. The more you level up, you're going to face more challenges. But if you can create like a good relationship with yourself and your mental health, I think you will like attack anything in your way. Like there's nothing you can't do once you really get in tune with yourself. So that would be my advice, especially if you're trying to come to a city like LA. It can really like mess with you know, your sense of self. So really just having, like cultivating that before anything else, that's what's going to set you up for success no matter what you're doing. Oh, I agree. I, someone always tells, someone says, I don't want to toot my own horn. It's like, it's your horn. I ain't tooting it. <laughs> it belongs to you. Yes. Toot that ish. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I love that you said that. Toot <laughs> like seriously, because this is a place where everyone's coming to toot their own horn. You, you can't be like shy about tooting it. Even if you're, you have a little horn and the person next to you has a trombone. You better toot your little horn, okay? Yeah, toot that horn. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christy, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your time. I know uh, it's uh, transitioned in a lot of ways for you, and I'm glad you were able to share your experiences here on New Amsterdam Radio. If someone wanted to follow you online, social media, hit you up, how would they go about doing so? Oh, I'm, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Like, this was so great. And I hope anyone who's listening got something out of this combo. And if you did, Follow me on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Um, my handle on Twitter is a little different. It's Christine Bean, which is my fun nickname that Flobo loves to call me all the Christine time. Bean. <laughs> that is me. So it's Christine I Alexis on Instagram and at Christine Bean on Twitter. Um, I'm doing a whole lot of things right now, but just keep up with me. And you know, I'm so happy if you decide to join me on my journey. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>